It's the what, the what the fuck is the title of the movie? It's the one where he has to go back to school. Billy Madison. Billy, Billy Madison. Yeah. So you thinking about the scene where he's in a, getting hosed? I'm I'm thinking about the scene at the end of the movie where oh, he's okay. in the quiz show or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> and he gets the question wrong. He's like, "That is the like, single most idiotic thing I've ever heard yeah. in my entire life." We are all I now dumber. No <laughs> and may God have mercy. On yeah, <laughs> everyone in here is now dumber for out of her. Uh, I don't know why people say Adam Sandler movies are bad. That Hell, fuck just, no, they aren't. His well, new ones well, aren't that good. They're okay, yeah. but there's yeah. a reason why he's still around. Because right. his movies were amazing, dude. Welcome to another episode of Dicks Talk Flicks and Sometimes Chicks. My name is Billy and I will be your host this evening as we review and discuss Brain Scan. Joining me on the other side of the mic is the one and only Greg. How you doing, man? I'm alright. Sweet. And introducing our guest co-host who isn't actually a dick at all, but in fact a chick. Tosh, how's it going? What up, what up? Hey. So... As the guest, Tosh actually chose this movie, Brain Scan, which is 1994, and it is directed by uh, John Flynn. Tosh, do you know anything about John Flynn? I have no idea. Nobody does, because he has pretty much zero IMDb credits other than this movie. Not even, like, TV stuff. It says, well, he uh, did good. <laughs> he did good. I read um, in one of the trivias that... He hated Edward Furlong the whole movie, and at one point he actually had to slap him because Furlong was acting like a child. That is blasphemous. You do not hit my boyfriend. I swear to God, that happened. Anyway, as I've kind of mentioned, Edward Furlong is the uh, star of this movie. His name is Michael. Terminator 2 style Edward Furlong. He's still young and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he just has a young face or how long this was after Terminator 2, but... He still um, seems pretty young in this movie. Well, this is 94, and I believe Terminator 2... Uh, let me actually look for sure. 91, so it was only a three-year difference, although he looks the same. Yeah. Um, but he... he well, I mean, he still looks the same nowadays, yeah. too. He just looks fat and drugged out. Yeah. <laughs> pretty yeah, much. He kind of looks like Bam Margera now. <laughs> yeah, less fat, more hittable, for sure. Bam was hot, though, too, so, you know, drugs are bad. <laughs> Yeah, some of them. Uh, Tosh, just real quick, um, what made you pick this movie? Is it like a childhood nostalgia thing, or what exactly? It is, yeah. Um, I don't know. You know that my mom is the one that got me into like horror movies and shit, so this is definitely one of the ones that she had me watch at an early age. And obviously I had a crush on Edward Furlong anyway because of Terminator. So this is always one that I've kind of had a, a weird place in my heart for, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's really cool. Did you know this movie has a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes, Tosh? <laughs> Listen, this is, is going to be a trend. Every other movie we yeah. is going to 
just you know. legendary. I have a feeling most good movies are, are kind of shit on anyways, so I, I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, fuck Rotten Tomatoes. This movie's awesome. <laughs> Normally I like discuss the, the gross and uh, what a movie costs or whatever, but um, fun enough, IMDb ha- is a service now, so they lock off anything other than generic numbers. Um, so all I get to see is what it made in the U.S. and it made just almost four and a half million dollars in the U.S., which I'm sure is fine in 1994, but I don't know what it costs signing on Boy Wonder for long though. <laughs> all right, so let, as we jump into Act One, we start off with some sick guitar riff intro. Um, yeah. Flash into a sweaty furlong in his bed. Yeah. The intro is actually pretty well done. It's spliced between his nightmare of him being in a horrifying car accident where his knee fucking explodes and his mom is just laid out in the street all bloodied and mangled. Yeah. To mention his, his uh, rainy nightmare, we get to see it about 17 times during this movie. But um, I actually like the, the guitar song that uh, that plays every time. I don't know, whenever Furlong does something sinister. It's kind of cool. I think the music in this movie is fucking awesome anyway. Yeah, peak 1994 for sure. Yeah, definitely. Alright, so after he has a little rainy day car crash scene where we see his mom's dead and he's kind of crawling around, um, we wake up in modern day to uh, a really crappy looking uh, effect of a scar on his knee. I'm pretty sure they just... (laughs) creamed that on as they went <laughs> his buddy his buddy kyle right no shows yeah, up. Kyle. yeah he's screaming kyle, best character second best character in the movie at least he's pretty much like the stoner kid trope but they're like 12 so he can't you know the friend uh from boy meets world sean kind of thing yeah talking like a teenage ninja turtle yeah he is i actually wrote that funny enough i, I was like this dude sounds like michelangelo from the old <laughs> He's, he's basically Michelangelo. Yeah. He's all like, dude, you gotta check out this gnarly game, bro. He's fucking stoked about Brain Scan. He's like, this thing will change your mind. It's dope. It's amazing. Brain Scan, the ultimate experience in interactive terror. I don't know how he heard about it, because back then we didn't hear about games for years. Right. You know? He said that he found it in Fangoria. Oh, that's right. They that's were right. big horror buffs. Yeah. Kind Fangoria of. magazine. <laughs> Thickest fantasies or whatever. That's true. And did you guys know that Fangoria magazine is a real life magazine that's still going to this day? <laughs> of course we knew, man. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> they well, uh, our, our listeners know as well. Yeah, they actually like host a bunch of uh, well, they did before the world ended, like um, horror conventions out here on the East Coast specifically too. Hell yeah. So while Mikey, up, well, go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you. Uh, I have to bring up. At little Eddie Furlong's room in this movie because it's legit. It's like, pretty cool. He's got, this, uh, he's got this awesome, like, kind of attic room and his Igor. Like, he's got this whole computer system that, like, is connected to his phone and his computer and everything. And he legit has, like, an Igor that answers his phone and, like, calls him master and shit. And I've always been jealous of that. I wanted that so bad. Yeah, he's yeah. like a Jarvis AI that he talks to that takes exactly. his phone calls for him and does whatever computer programming he needs. It was, like, Alexa 20 years too soon. Yeah. Exactly. I think he he like um, molded it after Igor because he's kind of like an Igor himself now because he just limps now with his leg injury. <laughs> right. It's got to be connected. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. So while Mikey, his buddy, actually Kyle, is going off about brain scan, Furlong actually gets distracted by his neighbor getting all sexy next door. Yeah. 
and uh, she's doing the spin bra strap from behind thing, and uh, Furlong actually pulls out a video camera and set, and clicks record <laughs> and everything. It's a major creeper. She does get her titties out, which yeah. normally in most movies I would say would make this one of the best movies of all time. But I think this character is supposed to be like fifteen or something. Yeah, but you are also Furlong in this movie, dude. You got yeah. You gotta make. You gotta know that that that. I think it's more weird. He's video recording than anything yeah for sure uh but we do get side boob which is fucking sweet and uh (laughs) this is when we finally get the igor intro he's like yo igor set up my computer and stuff um dial brain scan yeah dial yeah i got the brain scan let's dial the number because you have to put in a disc and then call a number for some reason (laughs) so yeah so when he calls the number his computer actually like flashes a light at him and scans him and then it's like hey your game's coming in a couple days sick you know and he's like okay i guess i'm forced to play this now and we immediately cut to the next day he, the, he's sitting in some kind of club like it looks like it's after school the lights are off they're watching a really crappy horror movie hmm. uh oh, death, death, death part two yeah yeah <laughs> the principal cuts in and catches them in their in their little horror club and he asks him like what what's the name of the movie and it was what death death part two what was that film you were watching Death, 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 death. Part two. Oh, Lord. Yeah, and this uh, this principle is very much like a like a straw man because I'm sure around this time this is 1994, so lots of things have been scapegoated over the years. And I'm sure horror movies, especially at this point, were like big and hysterical news outlets or whatever. And he compares, he says something along the lines, compares horror movies to getting a boner and raping a woman or like going out and He's, murdering someone. He says, quote, I wrote it down. He said he compares horror movies to marijuana, cigarettes, yeah. uh, pornos, uh, and erections. And then he, yeah. he bans their club. So they're bummed out. Uh, Kyle and, and and Furlong, I guess his name is Michael, which is odd, um, are walking home and they see like a gruesome murder. They don't actually see the body, but they see like somebody on a stretcher covered up and he connects eyes with the cops and he's like, whatever, that's weird. Because immediately after that, he's like, fuck it, brain scans here, dude. We're trying brain scan. <laughs> Uh, before that, he, uh, he's talking with Kyle, and they have this really awkward thing where they're just like, oh, we're going to be best friends forever, dude. Yes. And he pulls out, like, the dreaded speak of we'll be friends forever, like Fox and the, <laughs> Fox and the Damn Hound. <laughs> right before he starts Brain Skin, though, he listens to, it's an awkward montage when he listens to a voicemail from his dad, where his dad's like, hey, kid, sorry I suck, I'm going to be gone forever. Don't get into trouble or whatever. <laughs> So now we cut to uh, nighttime, and the sexy neighbor's having a big dope party, which makes me believe she's not 15. Dude. Nobody has dope parties like that when they're 15 years old. I suppose. Furlong's so sad, he makes Igor lock the house and turn on brain scan, turn off all the phones. We're doing brain scan, dude. Yeah, and speaking of being ahead of his time, he sits down in his fucking gamer chair he's got one of those fucking race car chairs about 20 years ahead of everyone else dude. yeah bro eddie had yeah. milk and chips propped up next to him for when he needed refreshments hell yeah what, what's that called billy what's that <laughs> what what does he drink milk he's drinking milk milk it's good. Uh-huh. yeah that's that midwest <laughs> 
So he turns the game on, and we get an intro screen that gives like a really long spiel about how this game will fuck your ass up. It's so edgy, dude. 90s screensavers and everything. And it, Furlong's like, you know what? Let's party. Jackson, Let's Jack straight in. We cut to the, the, the Trapper Keeper covers. Um, oh yeah, there's like yeah. a really shitty fucking like going down the wormhole like we're gonna turn on an episode of Digimon. I think that was just shorthand in the '90s for <laughs> you're jacking into the internet, dude. You're going down the fucking tubes. Yeah, man. Any like anything like uh, Lawnmower Man and everything in the late '80s, they all got to suck through a virtual tube to get anywhere. Right. So now, so, as far as the game goes, it basically like before that, it basically tells him that he's going to see a murder through the eyes of a killer. And he has to think like one and try to get away with it, leaving no clues, no evidence, etc. So that's what the game is, basically. Exactly. So as soon as we cut out of the screensavers, it's like a POV murder scene with like a tutorial, which is a narrator is telling him like, hey, grab this thing, do this. And then he he's walking through the house. Nobody's there. He grabs a knife off the uh, like hanging utensil thing. He walks upstairs and sees a man sleeping in his bed. And uh, he just starts stab stabs a dude twice, and, the, and and like that one movie where the guy just gets shot and won't die for like twenty minutes. This dude's rolling all over the bedroom, <laughs> knocking shit off, smashes everything. It's crazy. And then, well, and there's like a, someone like narrating it, like telling him what to do too. So he's like, you know, make sure he's dead. And then is basically like, why don't you leave a little creativity, you know? And then he cuts off his fucking foot. <laughs> yeah. He sees a foot with a tattoo, which I was like, oh, he's going to cut the tattoo off or something. But no, he takes the whole foot. And, and I thought that the tattoo was going to have some kind of symbolic meaning in later murders or something like that. But it doesn't. He yeah, just has it. Yeah. On his foot. It did look like one of those like <laughs> shitty snake tattoos from TV show criminals, you know? Right. So Furlong, he he wakes up sweaty as shit out of the game. He's stoked. That was an intense experience. And this is when he downs the milk, and he's like, yeah, he's he's going down his chest. (laughs) That was intense. Yeah, he's stoked as shit, dude. Like nothing could be better than this. So the next day, he cuts. uh, He's walking to school with his buddy, and he's like, "Yo, that game was amazing." Blah, blah, blah. And of course, like any kid, the kid, his friend is like, man, let me try it. And Ed Furlong's like, hell no, nah, that's mine. Nothing. You can't take, you can't play this shit at all. And then he, he immediately runs away from his friend, like random in the middle of the street to go home because he wants to play it. But the and game. Pop car speeds fast during that, too. So during that little conversation between Kyle, a cop car speeds past in the background. Oh, yes. Yeah. And uh, when he gets home, the game won't work. And he mm-hmm. can't figure it out. He he notices that the sexy neighbor girl uh, just pulled in. Yeah. So he, he's like, I'm going next door. Yeah, Kimberly. Yeah, Kimberly. Yep. So he, he runs next door, and she's, like, getting ready or something. So her parents are like, hey, you can hang out on here with us, like, you know, yeah. like they used to. And one weird detail I noticed is that for some reason in their, their parents' living room, they just have, like, duck figurines and yeah. like pictures and stuff all over the place nothing like like moms and knickknacks that can just follow all over everything but while he's wait- yeah so while he's waiting awkwardly with her parents um we, he's seeing the news is on because old people always have the damn news on and it's talking about the exact murder that he experienced in his game and he's like no way this can't be true starts freaking the fuck out he runs home and he's nervous. He's like, I can't believe this could be real. 
Uh, I need to check the fridge for like the reassurance that I just I'm be going crazy. And he looks in there, and sure enough, the foot's in there. It happened. He killed his neighbor. So he starts freaking out. The phone won't work. The number for brain scan and stuff. And then out of nowhere, brain scan just starts up on his TV. This is when we get introduced a digitized like demon Howie Mandel comes rolling out of the TV. <laughs> uh, explains that his name is Trickster. Please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Trickster. Where were we? Yeah. yeah that's the the easily the best character in this whole movie oh, he's absolutely. a tall receding hairline wearing mohawk mullet with red hair he's got he's really got, long like like fake witch yeah. fingernails you know he's got like three inch wide five inch long fingernails <laughs> His are like crazy, and he's got this like vampire Lestat type outfit on. But he's also yeah. stylish as fuck. He's like dressed like Prince almost, you know. Like he's got yeah, a sick colored suit on, on yeah. and uh, and he speaks really well. But he's there. He's kind of goofing around. He he's giving shit um, to our our uh, for long here, making fun of his music, blast, and then which all of a sudden, he, yeah, he he puts. He's like, oh, we got a good one now, and he throws it in. And he starts blasting Primus, which is amazing. You yeah. win me right there. After Furlong gets mad, turns the music off, forces Trickster to explain that the game is real and you have to keep playing because your dumbass left a witness and you got to kill that dude. Mm-hmm. He's Furlong's like, hell no, you can't make me do anything. And Trickster's like, oh yeah? And so he starts like breaking his own fingers and yes. stabs himself yeah. in the eyes and stuff. And he's like, <laughs> he electrocutes himself on yeah. Furlong's big tube that he has in the middle of the room. It's like, just yeah. has electricity running through it. Yeah, you won't play. Tell him f- that he has to play all the discs in order to end it. Yeah, there's always, and you you can't keep lo- uh, leaving clues and stuff like that, or else you're gonna have to keep going in. Right. Um, Trickster explains nothing can hurt him. You got to do this, but his one weakness is country music. He, he admits to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every can't man has his limit. Yeah. <laughs> so instead, Furlong's like, screw this. He grabs a foot and he runs to the woods. His idea is probably to bury it, I would assume. Mm-hmm. When he's out there trying to find a good spot, uh, a dog shows up, like a German shepherd shows up and whines and actually runs up and takes his foot and bails out. He finally gets to the dog, but it seems like the owner's coming, so he has to hide the whole time. And then the dog's trying to give him away, but of course, nobody finds him because they never do. So he's back home now. His buddy Kyle shows up and he's like, dude, let me play brain scan. This is some bullshit. Like, quit hogging it. Furlong keeps saying no. He's kind of a dick about it. He won't even let him in the house. He he won't even let him open the screen. Burning his clothes. Oh yeah, yeah. He's doing everything he can now. The 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 outfit he wore when? Like, I guess when he played the video game the first time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he won't let Kyle in. He he makes him talk through the screen like an asshole. Then he leaves. We have like a split second of like calmness before the hot neighbor shows up now. She brings, she, she's trying to be nice. She brings his homework and his mail. And Furlong's kind of stoked about this idea. You know, like, hey, my hot neighbor, you know, she's, she's kind of doing something nice. Maybe she likes me. But who cares? Cause there's a new brain skin in the mail. So he's like, all right, get the fuck out of here. And basically <laughs> slams the door and is like, I got a brain scan. Uh, well, he breaks the disc first. He freaks out and he breaks yeah. it. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah. He gets yeah. in front of her and he gets all embarrassed. So he asks her to leave. And then so he, he picks just her out. Yeah. destroys yeah. the disc. He didn't have to be a dick. He could have just like hung out with her or something. But, you know, right. I guess, whatever. Anxiety <laughs> works in weird ways. Yeah. 
So we got Trickster. He's upstairs just chilling out. He's uh, hanging. He's eating a bunch of snacks, isn't he? He's eating all this crap in the room. Just waiting for him. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because that's right. Because when he went to go answer the door for his girlfriend, Trickster came out. And yeah, he's just been hanging out up there, like, seeing what he's got. He's got a, I think I wrote it down. He's got a plate that he puts mustard all over, like, hot dogs, broccoli, fucking yeah. mm-hmm. whatever else, a horrifying dish he's made for himself. And he's drinking, like, Rutabaga juice or some shit. Hey, man. In hell, you don't get mustard chips and shit like that, so... Take go. it when you can. So he's stoked. He's like, haha, you're back and you got to play, right? Because uh, there's witnesses and you just kicked your girlfriend out or whatever. So Furlong's like, no, hell no. I'm going to call the police, you know? But instead of actually even calling the police, he just sets up a camera and turns brain scan on. Yeah. So he's like, oh, screw it. I'm going to actually record this one. And uh, well, it turns... Trickster, he he broke, broke the disc, so Trickster gave him a new one. And he yeah. was like, you have no choice. You have to play. So he's like, well, I'm going to videotape this for the cops then. Is This this is the one where he makes uh, the disc with his blood or something, isn't he? Yeah, he, he cuts open his hand and spill, spills out another disc. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Furlong sets up the camera. He's like, I'm recording it. I got evidence now. Boom. Screensavers, wake up, POV again. But then nothing. Game over. It just yeah. cuts to the time. It's at about seven minutes or something now. Right, seven minutes left. He had a, he. It's like he just watched Contact the movie. He's got no memory. He just started it, and it was over. But he checks the camera, and it, and the film actually shows him get up and leave. So he's freaking the fuck out. He's scared. He runs to the fridge and he finds, of all things, Kyle's necklace, and it's bloody. So he immediately oh, no. calls Kyle. And mm-hmm. it cuts to Kyle's room. Nobody's answering the phone, but there's blood all over the walls. And the person that's there is the same cop who connected eyes with him earlier when they were coming home before the initial or the after the initial brains. Buddy's forever my ass, you know. <laughs> after, well, Michael doesn't end up saying anything and then freaks out and hangs up. Yeah, so he, he just is like, Kyle. And the cop's like, who's this? And then he hangs up. <laughs> Kyle. So now Trickster pops up again. He's like, hey, man, you got to play the third one now. Like, you got to. Now there's another witness and stuff. But immediately the cop shows up, tells, and and, uh, Michael runs down. He's like, I got to answer this, Trickster. Sorry, dude. Cops come in. They're like, hey, dude, did you know that everyone in school fucking hates you? And they call (laughs) you, like, a freak. Yeah. And this is actually when uh, Trickster's upstairs just smashing all his food while yeah. Kyle's down there struggling survival against the cops. One of the smart cop, the main cop, notices the ashes uh, in the fireplace and he remarks, like, it's like September or something. Why the hell is he? Here? Right, it's too hot to have a fire. Yeah. So here we go. Game three. We're actually looking for footprints this time. Apparently, he left prints in the mud, and he's going to go cover them up somehow. Like, it doesn't make any sense. So we cut to uh, Furlong actually having a little wet dream with his neighbor lady. Yeah. She, she's grinding up on him and everything. Yeah, she's wearing like a, a, what, a nightgown or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it immediately turns into a nightmare to then he actually wakes up and she shows up in real life, like immediately. So instead of like actually confronting her, Furlong just turns his shitty music up really loud and sits there <laughs> and pouts in his chair until she goes away. And the detective is there watching from the street this whole thing. Yeah. So, so the detectives have been like surveillancing him. And uh, while he's blasting his music, they take that opportunity to kind of like sneak their way in and grab a couple of those ashes. 
Mm. Yeah, this fucking cop, he just walks in his house, no warrant or anything. Like, yeah. hey, it's the that 90s. Up in court. It's the yeah. 90s, man. It's, it's Wild West out there. <laughs> so now the cops are, are we cut to a, a scene where the cops are actually starting like kind of a neighborhood watch. Yeah, they've just got a bunch of hicks with shotguns and yeah. shit. <laughs> They're all there decked out already, shotguns and forks and stuff. And, and he's like, listen, if you use any weapons, like, I will arrest you. This is just a neighborhood right. watch thing. But they're all, like I said, they got grenades and fucking tanks. <laughs> and Michael's, Michael's shitty teacher who canceled his horror club is among that crowd as well. Yeah, That's right. Grumpy McGee, he's the, he's the one. With, he's got a beret <laughs> on and everything like, Wilmer Fudd, or what's Elmer Fudd? Wilmer, Jesus. Elmer Fudd doesn't wear a beret. Or he wears the droopy-ass hat. A deerstalker cap, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, cut immediately. We got game three, dude. No POV, though, this time. It's actually Limpy McGee himself wandering around. uh, Third person. (laughs) Uh, To which he immediately gets spotted, because what's he? He can't run. And, uh... For once, he like cogn- cognizantly at least, he accidentally kills a cop. He uh, like runs into like a board support, and a bunch of bricks fall on the guy. No, that was his principal. So his principal catches oh, him. Yes, yeah, right. And then coincidentally, they're at a construction site. A board falls over, and just a. a- pyramid of bricks yeah. just fall directly on his head and yeah. crush him to death. When did he why is he looking for footprints in this construction site of all places? And No, he, he found the footprints outside the window. Oh. And, and that, trying, yeah. He was trying to like clean them up and everything and that's when he got caught. I forgot. Yeah, so yeah. when he when he's going to find the prints, the reason why he gets caught immediately is Trickster sets him up cuz Trickster calls the house and he's yeah. like, "Hey, somebody's in your yard, dude." And the dude looks out and <laughs> So Furlong has to scoot away real quick. Right. So now he's hiding in another constructed house in the basement. Uh, neighborhood watch is walking around him. Everybody's got guns. Nobody put the guns away. So he's no. kind of scared. Um, the cop who was at the house who witnessed him running from the footprints shows up holding a, a gun out. One of the neighbors actually. But he's all shadowy and shit. Yeah, you know, he's got like a trench coat and it's nighttime and they're in like a construction. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't know why the neighborhood watch was there. Period. But. Right. Um, he he turns the corner holding the gun and neighborhood watch freaks out and actually shoots him. Furlong's escaping and a cop grabs him and he's like, hey kid uh, they just got the killer over there uh, you should get out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so unfortunately as Michael's running home his neighborhood girlfriend chick is on her like balcony room thing overlooking his yard sees him coming home and internally he's like god damn it now I'm gonna have to fucking play another one. You know, yeah. and of course, Trickster shows up right away, and he's like, "Kill that bitch, dude." She's like, <laughs> "It's your, it's your life or hers." Like, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. Stop this! Only you can stop this. Her life or yours. Choose. So he fl- Furlong's like, "I know, I got to do this." Puts in game four. He's having the sweaty, sexy thoughts as the game's loading again. One uh, thing, uh, when he when he dials in brain scan, did you know that Igor uh, was like, goodbye, master? Yeah, he knows. Yeah. He's aware, man. <laughs> yeah. He's sentient AI in 1994. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> uh, like a Microsoft Paint digi- digital image of an Igor, but he, he knows. He's aware, man. Yeah. <laughs> Furlong brought Skynet with him, that's all. Yep, exactly.
Igor? Yes, master. Dial brain scan. Goodbye, master. So, if Trickster's like, yeah, kill this bitch, dude. Game four starts. He's sneaking around with a knife for no reason. He, he never showed him have it, but he's sneaking up to her room. Cuts to him just, like, a zoomed-in shot of her boobs. <laughs> like, back and <laughs> forth, like, three times for some reason. And Trickster pops up again. He's like, come on, like, kill her, you know? I'm like, what are you waiting for? I can't, <laughs> like, and he's like, I can't. And then Trickster's basically like, well, I'll do it my fucking self then. Yeah, so Trickster starts big, long, wide mouth. Like a snake, kind of yeah. starts he sucking him in. Fours him. Yeah. <laughs> Some glorious 1994 CGI just morphs together with, with Michael. During this absorption or whatever, the girlfriend's waking up and she's just doing the girl thing, screaming while like laying in bed, not running or anything. And all of a sudden, Furlong pops up, just Furlong, but he's got red eyes now and, and he, he looks got mean. crazy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Kim's like, I don't care what you've done. I love you. Like, please don't hurt me. Please don't stab <laughs> me to death with your pair of scissors. She, she's like, I know you've been jerking off to me every single night. Guess fucking <laughs> what? Too. Me too. <laughs> Taking pictures of you and schlicking it. <laughs> she she pulls out a shoebox, a bunch of pictures of Furlong, like just like walking in the store and stuff. What a fucking coincidence that they both happen to just be fucking creeps. Right, exactly. Sure they enough. Each other. Yeah, sure enough. The the overabundant creepiness gives him like a curable boner, and and uh, Trickster gets pushed out of him just as the cops show up. Yeah. So the cops show, and so the cops are coming, and he's like, "Fuck!" But uh, just as the cops shoot, he wakes up back in his chair like nothing ever happened, and it's day one. Yeah, like he's like, what in the fucking hell? <laughs> yeah, so it's the same same night where he put in the first CD and the party's still going on. He's just happy yeah. to be alive, and that it was all just a simulation. He's still got a full <laughs> glass of milk and chips. He can drink it real hard again if he wants. Yeah, and he starts starts really geeking out and just starts blowing shit up in his room. He picks up a lamp and just starts knocking shit yeah, over and destroying everything. things. Yeah, he's so, yeah. like a five minute slow mo tantrum where he's breaking everything in his room. Out of nowhere, we get a voice, and guess what? It's fucking Kyle. Kyle's alive. Kyle. Kyle Kyle's alive. Uh, he's got his little charm uh, necklace on and everything. He's like, hey, man, I've been hearing brain scans actually kind of bad for you. Uh, <laughs> people have been reporting, like, really weird. Yeah, people have been dying all over the place, man. People's uh, eyes explode. And Furlong's like, listen, I don't give a shit. I just survived. I'm going over next door and talking to this hot babe. Yep. He goes over there. Kyle, of course, is left in the yard at the party, and he sees, like, the, the hip 90s version of, like, the hipstery type broad. And he's like, hey, uh, you look just like one of them singer girls from that band. And she's like, oh, really? And then so Kyle, he hits it off. He's good. He's at the party. He's, he's smooth, just drive it right in there everything seems to be working out so furlong's like hell yeah i'm yep. going inside i'm i'm shooting my best shot right he he <laughs> spills his beans and right away she's like no no way dude but maybe and he's like but there's so, there's a chance furlong's excited saying there's a chance <laughs> and we get a little uh shot isn't it furlong we find out that the pics are real she has been yeah, taking pictures of them she takes them to her room for whatever reason yeah and- yeah, he finds well, that the pics. She does kiss him. She kisses him and then leaves, and then he finds the pics that she took of him. She yeah, kisses she him, him on the cheek. 
Yeah. And she's like, I have a boyfriend, but I'm going to dump him in like five minutes, so I'll be right back. because he's like puking in the bathroom or whatever. Yeah, he's all drunk. He's too drunk. He's just a turd. So everything's good. You know, we think Kyle gets to hook up. Furlong gets to hook up. Brain scan didn't even happen. But the next day, when when he's talking to his principal, he's like, or the guy who interrupted the horror club and how he wants to bring horror club back, he's like, hey... I got this little game called Brain Scanning. You should probably check it out. I think you'd really like it. Here you go. <laughs> Principal's like, hell yeah. If I like this, Horror Club's back on. Yep. So we cut back. Actually, it's showing Furlong's house again all of a sudden. And of all things... Oh, wait, here no. we... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because after he gives the uh, brain scan to the teacher, it kind of pans out because you're in the teacher's office and the fucking trickster is sitting on his desk behind oh, him just yeah. laughing. Well, he's ready. You know, he's, he's like, yeah, this he's ready to go. He's like, let's do this shit again. This was my best friend, Trickster. Uh, we had a, a really good time and now he's your friend. <laughs> Old man who probably won't recover from one of these games. Yeah. <laughs> and then the credits start playing. But it is a super cool 90s thing. The credits just blow up. And the dog from earlier that stole the foot that he was going to go bury has that same foot and he's taking it to his house for whatever reason. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's on Michael's front porch. Yep. And then we get dope ass music. And boom. Primus again. Credits start. Movie's done. It's freaking awesome. Yes. The end. Brain scan completed. <laughs> All is well, probably, who knows, except for the people that died of the aneurysms, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it would suck to have your eyes explode, so. So that's 1994's Brain Scan. Um, like I said, it didn't do amazingly well in the box office, but pretty okay. Tosh, since you're the special guest co-host this week and this is your movie, what would you yeah. rate this out of five? How many aneurysms out of five does this get? You know, I'm going to have five whole aneurysms. Unbelievable. Because I fucking love this movie. Three straight fives. My, my brain has been scanned, okay? I'm done. 90, too many 90s Trapper Keepers. I mean, you, you even get a scene with uh, Eddie Furlong on a fucking Vespa, like straight oh, out of T2, you know? Like, I love this movie. It has everything. <laughs> the, the trainee is now the teacher. He is the Vespa and his... Uh, driving montage <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Greg what did you think of this movie uh, <laughs> not to kill the mood or anything this this was a super fun episode to record and I'm sure I would have had a blast if I watched it with you guys but yeah. when I was watching it with my friend uh, there are parts of this movie that are a little slow that probably drag on for a little too long probably just to pad yeah. it out I mean, the movie is only like an hour and a half long. It's like bare minimum length for a movie. It really is enough story for like a Goosebumps episode or something. And that's, ex- that's exactly that's what I was thinking. Yeah. When I was watching this movie, I was thinking this is just like an extended kind of edgier Goosebumps episode, basically. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's another reason why I like it so much, too, is because, you know, Goosebumps was so huge when, oh, in our sure. childhood, especially, you know, for me. I, I I still love Goosebumps. I'll still watch Goosebumps on TV, and it does have that feel for sure. And you did bring up a good point because you said you watched this when you were really young. I think because mm-hmm. me, I had a hard time overcoming just the fear of everything as a kid, and it took me a while to realize that horror movies are just kind of like stupid fun. Like right. you just admire the the craftsmanship of it more than just 
whatever it's pretending to do. I feel like I must have. Right. I feel like I must have tormented you a little bit as a kid, then, because all I <laughs> all I tend to watch was horror, even if they're stupid ones. It 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 got me to appreciate it a lot more too, though. And yeah. I think for what it's worth, this movie is a really good introductory movie to whoever wants to get into horror movies or whatever. If you're like like 13 years old and your parents don't let you watch our movies and you have like a sleepover with your friends or something like that you can throw this on and this will be good to go it's definitely a better um introduction than like what my introductions to horror were because i got evil dead you know like at eight years old (laughs) and so i was torturing all my girlfriends with that shit at a very young age you know When I finally saw Brain Scan, I, I I love it so much just because compared to so much that I did grow up with, it was kind of like so nice and innocent and just fun, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's not like any of the kills are gruesome. And even the one where we stab the guy, like I said, he's just rolling around his room forever. It's not like... <laughs> so melodramatic and ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, right. I think I feel the same way. Like, uh, I grew up with all the hardcore ones, The Exorcist and Chainsaw Massacres and stuff, but I actually appreciate my dad was kind of goofy like me, so we got a lot of, like, fun ones too, um, which I'm sure we'll touch on in the future. So a movie like Brain Scan for me is just right up my alley. I like all the fun. And like we even said, the Goosebumpsy kind of feel of it. It's it's just like an, I grew up. It's an adult Goosebumps episode. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, normally at the end of the episode, I, I mentioned like what awards this one, and I'm sure this won a million awards, but like I said, IFDB is a service now and they won't even let you look at any of that, which is like really unfortunate. So That's stupid. Yeah. Fuck you, IMDB. Yeah. So I guess, uh, we'll just wrap the episode up here. Uh, that was brain scan. Thanks for everybody that's listened to this. Thanks Greg and Tosh for joining us this week. Yeah. Uh, my name is Billy. <laughs> Thank you. This has been Dick's Talk Flicks. And a check. And a check. Signing off. Bye. Country Western music, please. Every man has his limits. <laughs> I'll see ya. Uh.